Hello, this is Fernando here, and this is Be Unique, the podcast for Embree Creations. How y'all doing? Huh? Today, we have an awesome guest today named Jessica Duca, who is a food pantry coordinator at Light of Life Rescue, excuse me, uh, mission in North Side of Pittsburgh. So, Jessica, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. <laughs> nice. How's the weather down there? Uh, it's very cold. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, you're pretty uh, chill today, eh? Yes. Yeah. Horrible pun. Sorry, my bad. So, uh, <laughs> so Jessica, let's start out with uh, you explaining what you do in this organization. Yeah, so I'm the food pantry coordinator. Um, so I work in the north side at the donation center specifically. So our organization helps the homeless community um, in the north side and uh, a lot of the areas in Pittsburgh. And so we serve a lot of different people so mainly at our one location is the homeless community um and we have a recover recovery life program uh Mm -hmm. the men it's a men's shelter so if they're going through addictions things like that we partner with them to go alongside of them to help them to overcome that addiction and then find housing find jobs get them back on their feet again wow yeah, and so my position specifically, um, I work on the food side of things. So uh, if there's anyone in the community that um, is in need of food, we're able to provide that for them. And then I also partner with different organizations like Urban Impact, um, different churches in the area, different ministries. Um, the uh, Pittsburgh Dream Project is one of them, too. What's um, that? It's, it's an organization. They help um, people of lower income in their community as well. So we give them food for their communities and then they go out and serve. They also do like street homeless ministry and things like that. So. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. So we do a lot of different things. So that's just like scratching the surface of what I do. But <laughs> Nice. What drove you to pursue that type of career? Um, well, I've always had a heart for people. Um, in general and just helping others to see that their lives aren't worth more than they think it is and that you know we all struggle with things but if I can be that part of helping them to overcome some struggles then that's a good thing (laughs) wow you're like an angel my goodness gracious (laughs) (laughs) so what was it like before you found this uh this career path was there anything else you wanted to do growing up um yeah, I've actually done a lot of different things. I never like. knew what I wanted to do. <laughs> um, but growing up, I kind of, I remember like in high school, I always was interested in psychology. Um, so I, I like told my professors or my teachers that I was like, I'm going to go into psychology. So I, I never did, but <laughs> I went into um, education actually in college. So Okay. I did um, early childhood education and special ed. So I, I taught for a year and then I'm doing this now. So what made you leave the special ed? Um, I, I really had a heart for the kids for sure. And they had so many different needs that I, as like the teacher side of things, I didn't see myself able to really like help them as much as I could if I were to pursue something else. So, so yeah, I kind of got out of like the teaching in a school setting. That's great. I was actually, I actually started out in um, psych major two uh, when I was in uh, community college. 
then I found out how long it took to do the courses and how long it took to get to, cause I wanted to be a relationship counselor and uh, I saw how long it took and I was like, <whistles> and then I saw oh, how much, yeah. how much it would cost too. I mean, psychology is really cool though. The, how the mind works and everything. Oh yeah. But uh, what would you say are some difficulties when you're doing what you're doing? Well, we're definitely, we're dealing with people that have, a lot of pain in their lives they're going through a lot and so I think part of the struggle would be like feeling like I have to have the right answer all the time kind of like what do I say to these people like who am I to like really speak into their lives but so kind of just like relying or truly relying on God to like give me the words to say and um, to not put it all on myself to like have them see like a a change in their lives but um, yeah, I guess just dealing with like real life situations, like we're in the front lines pretty much of what we're doing. So, yeah. Is there anything else that you like to do other than uh, this field? Um, like in my spare time or? Yes. Um, yeah, I, I love to sing. Really? So, yeah, that's one of my passions for sure. So I've actually been learning piano. Um <sighs> Wow, cool. Right now. Yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been focusing on recently is just like when I was younger, I learned piano. My aunt taught me when I was really young. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of going back to um, learning again. So it's been fun. It's been cool to get that back back up and going. So You ever thought of like, uh, you know, going to different cafes or like, uh, you know, like just singing or like uh, doing talent shows or whatnot? Um, yeah, I've thought about doing like open mic nights or something, um, or doing like a cafe setting. It would be really cool to do that. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but why not? Um, it's just the time commitment, mm. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit busy, but I mean, I have some friends, you know, that love to sing and play and stuff, so we could definitely get something going. It's just gotta commit <laughs> nice nice like do you write your own stuff or is it more like covers um I do write my own music um yeah so I'm in the process of that but it'll most likely be covers if I were to do it in public maybe some some of my own stuff but we'll see <laughs> yeah I have a lot of different friends in the city and um and where I went to school in Indiana and things that do music oh, in Indiana, hey? I went yeah. to IEP too. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's where I went to school. So, yeah, and just know a lot of people around the country. And, yeah, I would totally collab with someone. <laughs> so you said around the country. So have you traveled a lot? Um, yes, I love to travel. I've done more international travels than in the U.S. So I'm trying to get to start doing more, like, smaller um, weekend trips in the U.S. to like see more but yeah I love traveling. How does the whole thing work when it comes to like getting paid to travel? So I mean I've gone on missions trips in the past um, mm-hmm. and so I've done like fundraisers for that which have been really good. So those are more like international travels. When I studied abroad it was awesome because the school um, IEP, they were doing a program which actually like paid me to go yeah. to Europe. So that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like doing short term stuff and things, mm-hmm. it's just really saving up and trying not to spend like 
money on five dollar lattes every day <laughs> yeah 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 freaking <laughs> starbucks can really get you after a while yeah right especially those freaking long lines but you know coffee is coffee at the end of the day it's delicious right <laughs> so uh what would you say was the most uh, what's the best uh travel experience you had oh man that's a great question uh-huh. there's probably different answers for different reasons i would say that i have um, the most beautiful place Ooh. that I saw, I'm sure it would have to be in Italy. Ooh. Yeah, in Sicily. I was in Tropani, which is the western coast of, of Sicily. And we were there just like touring the little town. It was probably mm-hmm. like 100 people in this little town. <laughs> and we took a boat to this island. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> it wow. had, like, crystal blue water and mountains on one side and, like, just awesome. And the people there were so generous and friendly and just open to, like, hearing our stories and talking to us. Yeah. So that would be the most beautiful place, I would say. So what would you say was the best adventure that you had then? The best adventure. That's a good one adventure time (laughs) um i would say going to malawi africa this past summer Ooh, africa africa yes i love africa my heart beats for africa for sure wow Um, so what you do down there so i was doing some mission work um through an organization called sos adventure um Mm. so yeah we went down there with a group there was about i think like 10 or 11 of us went down to Malawi and we would do on like street outreach. And so I'm a Christian, so we would share the gospel with people and pray with people and um, yeah, just show them the love. And uh, then we would do like festivals every night and they would come, there'd be like music and um, there'd be a message that the guy would preach every night. And that was really awesome because the people were just so like welcoming and but I would say the adventure part of that was the the roads in Malawi are super bumpy and, <laughs> and like wheels on the bus like falling off half the time. Like, geez, gee, oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, we went on like a little out or um, resort thing afterwards, mm-hmm. and um, it took us like three hours to get there. But the whole time we were like up and down on this like bumpy road and. We got to go into like a safari, so I got to see some cool animals like elephants, and I got to see like a hyena and stuff like that. So, oh my gosh, the Lion King! Yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff. So that was an adventure for sure. Just like being in the middle of nowhere with people and just exploring. Yeah. So, do you believe that um, when you travel, it expands your way of thinking of life? Yeah, for sure. How so? Yeah, I would say it definitely just allows you to see that, like, there's so much else in the world than, Mm -hmm. like, inside of our own cities or towns. Just the way that people think, it really makes you, like, challenge why you think and believe the things that you do Um, when you meet other people from, like, different cultures. And and it's just really fascinating to see so many different places and, and what they do every day and what's normal to them is, like, not normal to us and what's not normal to us isn't normal to them normal so, to them. <laughs> yeah so it's just really cool to 
like challenges you in a good way. Yeah, because I noticed that a lot of people don't even want, they just want to stay in their hometown. Like I know a lot of people around here that have even leave their little, little, little tiny, tiny town. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I was in high school, I saw this one teacher, what he was saying was he never left town. And I was like, are you, what? Are you are you okay? Yeah. Um, you you never want to leave town. Like you ever thought about traveling anywhere? He's like, no, I never. I like it here. I'm like, okay, but like, this is a little dot compared to a a whole piece of paper being the world. So, mm-hmm. um, what's your deal? He's like, I don't know. I just never really thought about doing that. So in your forties, you're in your forties. You're in your forties. Think talking like this. How would you? What? How would you? How would you convince someone? I know people are listening, they're probably in the same situation. How would you convince someone to leave and, you know, see the world instead of staying in their comfort zone? Well, I would say I would kind of probably ask them, like, is there like a fear that's holding you back or like, why, why haven't you? And to convince them, it's just to, there's so much out there to see. And I think like once you start, it's just like you kind of get this like, oh, I got to do it. I keep doing it. And yeah. um, I don't know. It's just like really beautiful and and opens your eyes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because like, well, also like some people, they can't really afford it either. But yeah, even though like I knew this one guy, um, apparently he's homeless, but he found a way excuse me, he found a way to travel the world. And he was yeah. telling me all these different stories about how I made him open-minded, even though he's poor, he's happy because, like, he was able to see all these different people in all these different places. And I'm like, how did you do it? And, yeah. you know, in other words, anything you put your mind to, like, he right, him right there is living proof that anything can happen. Like, um, do you believe that anything can happen is possible? Yeah, and just to speak to, um, like, the money thing, too, is that that shouldn't hinder us i think we hold on to money a lot of the time yeah yeah true 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 like oh like i have to have it or if i don't like i'm gonna lose everything and sometimes letting go can be like the best thing ever (laughs) yeah so i would say yeah to not let that hold anyone back um and to take like that step and um because, like, to gain something else... You, you have, have to, to lose, lose everything, everything. yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I, just... uh, I guess that would be my encouragement to anyone that's listening. Like, if you want to experience more, you kind of have to let go of what's holding you back, you know? Um, but, yeah, I do believe, like, you put your heart in, into it. Like, anything's really possible. <laughs> so, when you were in uh, college, like, what made you choose childhood education? So I, I was uh, probably like my senior year. Um, oh, you changed majors the senior year. No, I my senior year of high school. Oh, was, oh, oh, my bad, my bad, like, my bad. When I was deciding like what to go into. Right, right. Um, yeah, I was going back and forth with like counseling, psychology, and then teaching and education. Okay. Because I had such a heart for children. Um, but I I kind of wanted to work with more than one child at a time, so like in a bigger setting. And so that kind of drew me to teaching because I knew I could be in like a big classroom with kids and everything and to help them through like every, every walk of life, not just like the educational side of things. And so uh, once I started like student teaching and doing things like that, I noticed I really wanted to help the kids that were struggling the most. Right. So, so yeah, my heart kind of goes out to 
kids that have like disabilities or have like bad home lives and things like that. So, so basically like almost like a counselor for kids. Yeah. Yeah. That um, nurturing side of the guess. You ever thought of uh, being doing Ted talks? Um, uh, no, I haven't really. <laughs> it seems like you got a lot to say cause you've seen a lot of things in the world and, um, you know, you're you're really uh, I've noticed that you're really 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 chill, but um, I can tell like uh, you've seen a lot, so and you have that you have that motivational type of uh, spirit, so it'd be cool like you know to share what you got to say. I mean, right here is already a good platform, but you know, yeah. um, that would be cool like if you were to do a, a TED talk about hey, um, you know, it's it's hard when when you're young and you don't know where to go, but if you have the opportunity, do not stay, do not stay in your little box. You know what I'm saying? Because like. There's so much in the world out there. I mean, what is your deal? I mean, is it is it your family? And some people, um, sometimes it's their family that hinders them. Like some people think like uh, they're responsible for their family and whatnot. You know, everyone has their little reason, but you can't let that, like you were saying, um, you can't let that hold you back because there's so much, there's so much to freaking see. Like yeah, that, that makes me think of this one guy, uh, I'm, uh, Tosh. I forget his name, Tosh from Tosh.0. Oh, and yeah. um, he was doing this skit and he was like, Oh my gosh, America is the most beautifulest country in the world. And then everyone clapped, and then he responds, If you haven't been anywhere, have you not seen Fiji? I mean, what is your problem? Yeah. <laughs> but it's true though, because there's so much freaking there's so much beauty in the world. Oh yeah. I mean Yeah, that each place is just so different. So, the- so what would you say is the most like, emotional experience that you had um when you were traveling to international places? Oh man, there's a lot. <laughs> Tend to be emotional. Yeah. Um, <laughs> say, so the first time I was ever out of the country doing type like missions type of things, mm-hmm. um, I went to the Dominican Republic. We were kind of building homes for people there. Oh, so, wow. Habitat, yeah. right? Yeah. It was through uh, International Student okay. Volunteers, actually. But um, they came to IEP and was like recruiting people to go. So I always wanted to do something like that. So I was like, yeah, I'm going. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I um, went there and there was like a, a woman that lived with, I think, at least five kids that she had. She was a single mom um, and they were living on dirt floors. Wow. And um, I think that was probably one of the most impactful moments because I'd never seen anything like that before. And I grew up, you know, like I always had a bed to sleep on. And so I couldn't even imagine that, just seeing that face to face. And it was just really, it was heartbreaking, but it was beautiful because we were able to make concrete and um, give them like a solid place to sleep. Um, and so that was just really amazing. It was emotional, but yeah. also gratifying as well. It almost teaches you to uh, appreciate what you have because it makes you see that not a lot of people have what you have in this world. So it makes you realize that like even if you if you grew up in a low-income household, at least you had a bed and a floor, you know. Some people don't even have a, a bed. Some people don't have clothes on their back. Some people don't even have clean water, you know. Right, That's yeah. crazy. So what was it like um, growing up? Because it seems like um, you have a loving family or like a, a Christian household. What was it like growing up? Um, yeah, I, so growing up, 
my parents um, were together until I, so I have parents, mom and dad, and then I have a sister. She's 28 and my brother's 32. Okay. And I'm, I'm the baby. So I'm 24. <laughs> I'm the youngest. Um, but yeah, my parents um, were together until I was in about kindergarten. Um, oh, sorry. So yes, yeah, so they were divorced. Uh, I grew up in Murraysville area. Hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so they were younger or when I was younger, they divorced. And, um, so that was hard. That was really hard. I was only like six years old. Mm. Um, and so it was a lot of like going back and forth from my mom's to my dad's. I lived with my mom and then, um, yeah, so it was like hard to tell my friends like, Oh, I got to go to my parents' house. Um, or my dad's house this weekend. I can't hang out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was, yeah, so that was hard growing up. But I, I mean, I always had loving parents and. That's good. Uh, they worked it out, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I saw them fight a ton, but thankfully now they can, they're reconciled and um, yeah. can work it out. So. Wow, that's, that's good though. That's good. Because a lot of, a lot of uh, parents, they forget about, you know, that the child's involved. And, you, and even though you have your differences, you both still got to be there. A kid shouldn't grow up without a mom and dad, you know. Everyone needs both, but it's proven that you can live without one or the other. Um, but still, like it's it'll be cool to have both, you know, because not a lot, a lot so every every child needs that. Oh, for sure, yeah. So yeah, now families are meant to be together, so yeah, and be in unity, mm. um, have each other's yeah. back. Yeah, right. So here's but something I don't else. Hold I don't, oh. against them or anything. So my bad. No, I was just saying I don't hold anything against them and. You know, it is, it is what it is. So, well, yeah, a lot of people think that everything lasts forever, but you know, not everything does. But as long as you make it work out, you know, it happens. Yeah. So now, time for some outside the box questions. Uh, so, if you could uh, travel anywhere in time, where would you go? Since you've traveled all route basically around the world, where would you go in time? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, in time. So, like, yeah, there we go. Like some Rick and Morty stuff. That's lame. Oh man, so I could go, I can go in the future too. Heck yeah, <laughs> that would be sweet. <laughs> I would probably, yeah, I would want to see what it would be like in like twenty years. No, not even twenty. Like <laughs> that's not that far away. <laughs> um, like the year three thousand. Like oh snap! I know. I I saw that coming. Oh my god! <laughs> I knew you were gonna freaking say that. You just had. <laughs> <laughs> so why did year three thousand? Because of that song. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I would want to see what what's happening because I mean I hear of all these like new technologies that are coming out and yeah, um, it would just be interesting to have like a glimpse of what what's to come, you know. Like maybe one day in the future to find a cure for cancer, um. You know, some medical uh, discovery because at some point, yeah, you know, they're using technology for that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. yeah, or like hopefully, uh, and like, have you heard like they're trying to do like um, Uber flying cars and stuff? Oh yeah, I've heard that. Well, it'll be cool to see how the future turns out, but then who yeah. knows? You know, like all these different things. It, it, it's quite interesting how the world is going to be in the future because like of all that's happening now. Mm -hmm. you yeah. Know? Especially with Donald Trump being the president, you know. Well, I don't know if you supported him. Um, 
Uh, sorry if you supported him, but um, uh, did you did you vote for Trump? Um, I I'll be completely honest. You didn't I'm vote? one of those people that did not vote. What's up? Oh, you didn't vote? Okay, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I did it. Yeah, it's fine. The only reason this is my first. This is why it'd be. It'd be. Hope you feel better. This is my first. Uh, first time voting. The only reason why I voted is because I didn't want Donald Trump to be president. Um, Yeah. You know, but uh, hey, everyone doesn't want. Not everyone wants to vote. You know, but you know, it is what it is. You have your freedom of speech. You know, voting is just for everyone. You know, so I'm not going to be one of those people like that are saying, "What do you mean you didn't vote? This is your duty." Some people don't want to. Some people don't want (laughs) to vote. You know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm a, yeah, I'm a U.S. citizen. I should be involved and, like, know what's going on at least. Yeah. But I don't get caught up in politics. I'm not one of those people that, I, I, yeah, I just can't hate on anyone. So I don't hate on the president. Right, I, right, right. I just, you know. Well, yeah, and also because every president, like, no one's perfect. So you can't expect one man to change the entire world. You know, right. I mean, uh, it's a lot of pressure on one person. Right. And it, it totally causes, like, division. And in either way, like, what everyone, what anyone does really is always being watched and said. And someone's always going to have something to say mm-hmm. about something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, take one little so. thing and make it to a whole, whole new thing that wasn't supposed to be. You know, right. everyone wants a buck. So... I don't know. I just find that interesting how uh, some people get too caught. They even made a freaking uh, see. They even made a uh, American Horror Story episode about that um, American Horror Story cult about the president thing. Oh, yeah, I hear yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, everyone's everyone has their own thing. So um, voting is for everyone. But it's good to like. It's good to um, you know, to like to literally hear what they had to say, like. I didn't really start listening to the debates until that time, but I couldn't really take it seriously. But um, because of what the things that he was saying, but uh, I can understand why people want to know what's going on because a lot of them really do have a lot of uh, good things today that could uh, that could change everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's up to us to like really, really listen to know what's really going on. If you don't want to vote, that's fine. But if you do want to vote, really listen to the debates to really understand, like, right. like wh- who you're really Going voting on. for. Yeah, because you you can be voting for like, like the freaking antichrist for all you know. You know what I'm saying? Meaning like it could be the end of the world. You wouldn't even know because you just check, 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 yeah, not know what you're doing. Yeah, wise about what's yeah what's going on for sure. <laughs> so if you can make your own hot pocket hot pocket flavor, what would it be? <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the last time I've had a hot pocket. Many years, um, but if they so I'm a huge like dessert person. Ooh, I love dessert. So I would probably make a hot pocket a dessert flavor. Do they make those? You know what? That's a good idea. But no, they don't. They did it for Lay's. So one of the hot pockets. Yeah, a hot pocket with some like icing inside. Make it like a brownie hot pocket with icing inside. Look, someone's gonna take your idea and make millions. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be delicious. Um, I remember like uh, like uh, Lay's for a minute. Like I don't know if they still do, but they made like these chips and they're like made out of like dark chocolate with white uh white chocolate drizzle on them or whatnot. And I was like, holy crap, this is from Lay's. Oh, Lay's! Mm-hmm. Wow. 
stepping up the game. Early. Yeah. Did you just see that? Uh, speaking of that dessert thing, uh, did you see that uh, Burger King April Fool's commercial about them? Like, uh, uh, it was like a, a chocolate patty with a dark chocolate uh, bun and then white chocolate onions and then cherry tomatoes and then what? like caramel cheese cheese and then drizzled with uh raspberry icing as the ketchup and then like oh. sugar as the, the uh, sesame seeds wow no yeah like it was supposed to be like a a, a big uh, a, a sandwich for uh, some type of dessert for burger king and then it turns out that it was april fools it was an april fools joke they did huh wow no i never heard of that <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty crazy <laughs> no, it sounds like the cowards will kill you. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> so, um, what's your favorite concert that you've been to? Oh man, hmm. Let me think about that one. Favorite concert? Oh, so when I <clears throat> when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I went to um, an Andy Grammer concert. It was Andy Grammer, Train, and Matt Carney. Never heard of one. If you don't know who those people are, well. At the time, I was a huge fan. And, um, excuse me. Um, So when I went to the concert, my friends got me the tickets and we got like really close up front. And um, at the, at one of the songs, Matt, he was singing and my one friend was like, it's her birthday, it's her birthday. So it was at Stage AE in Pittsburgh. Oh, cool. And yeah, it was outdoor. So it was like really cool. I love that venue outdoors. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, it's her birthday. And so the Matt Car- Carney, he got everybody to say happy birthday to me <laughs> in the whole stadium and or the whole venue. And then um, he's saying my name and that it was my birthday in his song. <gasps> so I was like, I'll never forget that I was 18. And then Andy Grammer said happy birthday to me, too. So I was just that was probably the best birthday ever. <laughs> Jeez, man. so i would say that but i just went to um the last concert i went to was vance joy if you have ever heard of him no yeah he's he's pretty great he has some like chill music but good music so So what would you say is your favorite type of music to listen to then um man i i like a variety Mm -hmm. i listen to a lot of um worship music for one but also I like more like acoustic style, like like soft indie-ish kind of music. Nice. So, so Adele. Yeah. Adele's pretty good. Yeah. I wouldn't say I listen to her all the time all the time, but I like her. I like Sam Smith. Yes. Um, yes. He's great. Like Ed Sheeran. Oh really heck good. yeah. Oh my God. You know, speaking of Ed Sheeran, that guy is the most normalist uh celebrity you ever meet. Like, yeah. I kid you not, I saw him just, like, wear a t-shirt and jeans. Like, hey, what's up, everybody? With his big old glasses. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is freaking amazing. He's not yeah. re- he's not ridiculous looking. He actually looks like an actual person. Yeah, he's not trying to, like, glorify himself or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the most down. He's, he is a good artist. Like, he's the most down with Earth person I've ever met. You should collab so with you him. Met him. Oh, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no, I was asking you if you met you met Ed Sheeran. You said, "Oh no, 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 no! Oh my God, no! I will too. I will too. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying, judging by what I've seen about him or seen of him on, uh, okay. I, mean, I will too. I mean, hey, Ed Sheeran, you listen to this? I love you. So, um, you know, 
Like, you want to hook up, as in, like, you know, do something together, you know, um, we can definitely do that, you know, wink, wink. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you could go back to school um, and how to choose a different major, what would it be? Um, I think it would be counseling. I think I would go back for counseling, for sure. Why is that? Yeah. Um, because I love to hear, you know, what people are going through and kind of help them um, sort through it and, yeah, help them process through, like, their thought processes and their life issues and things like that. Yeah, I just always have a heart to do that, so wow. I would say that. So if you could uh, create your own invention, what would it be other than your uh, your little hot topic here, a uh, hot pocket thing? <laughs> Oh, man, I actually have an invention that I've been wanting to do for a while. It's not that crazy, but (laughs) I think it's pretty cool. Um, Kickstarter. No no one better steal it. So it's kind of it has to do with baking. So I love baking. Um, But so you know how when you bake brownies or something and you're like trying to get it out of the bowl and like put it in a pan. Yeah. You know how you have like yeah, yeah, all yeah. that you have that extra stuff at the bottom, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. So I wanna invent a bowl or if like you're eating ice cream, you know you wanna lick the bowl when you're done with it. <laughs> so okay. so for like kids or whatever, I wanna invent a bowl that you can turn inside out. So like you can turn it inside out and just get everything that's like at the bottom so that your hands don't get like all messed up when you're trying to mm-hmm. get to the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> oh that would be easy to do yeah it's like nothing crazy but i've always had that thought to make it and I'm like they have stuff similar to it but they don't have anything like that so oh what are you waiting for pretty please yeah i should get to it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so uh we're basically uh reaching to the end here um but one last question before we end this um i've noticed that uh being one person uh it takes for someone to take a big step to do something to make a change in life um it's, it's a lot of responsibility um what would you say to someone who chooses who wants to be uh to be you know to be that one person to want to make a change and help the world like what would you say to that one person that may be afraid to do that step and to encourage them that it's all right to take that step um yeah <clears throat> i would say definitely don't compare yourself to other people. I think that's a huge thing um, when we get into like this comparison of, you know, this person's doing this for the world or doing this and I'm not. But like looking at how, you know, God created everyone so uniquely and different um, and taking all of that and seeing like, okay, what can I do? What is my life created for on this earth to impact? Um how can I do that? And personally, I wouldn't have been able to do it without God and him showing me that, um, who I am and him and helping him or him helping me to like discover what my gifts are, what are the things that I excel in, things like that. And so just partnering with him to be able to do that. So, um, so yeah, those are the, I would say those encouraging things to someone that, sometimes things stepping out in faith to like do things is it can be fear you can be fearful sometimes because you're you don't know what's on the other side you know yeah like 
what, what if I take the step of faith, what's going to happen? But, um, you know, that's, that's where the biggest joy I think can come from. And like, um, fulfillment is just, um, getting past that fear, like stepping over, doing something that you never thought you'd be able to do and looking back and being like, wow, <laughs> I never thought I could do that. But. Yeah. Cause you never know until you try yeah definitely so yeah so don't compare yourself um yeah know that you're uniquely made (laughs) and step out in faith so inspiring words from jessica all right yeah (laughs) well i thank you so much for telling your story and what you do man i really appreciate it yeah thanks for having me yeah (laughs) yeah so i thank you all so much for supporting this podcast and you're listening always remember to be unique and I'm not the only one that says that. She's saying the same thing, too. Don't be afraid to step out of your cover zone. You know, be yourself. And you have an eternal, if you have a, a dream to, like, be something, be something that no one else can believe that you can be, go for it. I mean, look at her. Like, she took a chance. And, look, she's hoping, she's practically an angel helping the world, you know. But, you know, if you have a dream and you want to go for something, just go for it. I mean, this right here is a big example. Anyways, this is Fernando signing off until we hit our next story. But before I go, I just got one question to ask all of that is fighting for your dreams. What's your story?